And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name is Nick. And I'm Andy. And it's a podcast in January, Andy. It is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, There's a little bit of news. Not a bit. Not much. Um, But yeah, cricket cricket season's winding winding down. We're into the, the finals of the... Of the the big bash, um, pre seasons in full swing. Are you are you starting to get the uh, football vibe back? Yeah, I mean, for those who don't follow the uh, the BBL, there is uh, there's a Kellaway Campbell Kellaway, who's a young Victorian batsman, who's the nephew of the Kellaway, the Richmond Kellaways, uh, and um, it's been he plays for a, a team that's having a Dismal season, the Melbourne Stars. Mm. I have watched a couple of their games. Just so you're getting see. you're getting flashbacks. <laughs> well, not really, because he, he's he's not he, he he's a great young talent, but he hasn't he hasn't had a, a good innings yet. But he, he's he's shown flashes. But that's when when you're sort of watching a bad game of BBL. I quite like BBL, but a bad game of BBL just to get a bit of Kellaway um, to watch the Kellaway's uh, nephew. The it's probably mm. you know football. It's about time that you got some football in your brain again. I know. I know. The look the part of the the challenge for the AFL is is uh, creating a a twelve month uh, pipeline of uh, content. And look, the certainly trade period gets that done. And look for a for a hardcore of sickos. The uh, the draft is a lot of fun. But yeah, it is um, January's. A lot of running around witches <laughs> and pictures of uh, hot-looking footballers getting uh, drinks. But one thing they the, the AFL introduced a couple of years ago was the uh, the summer sign-on period, where you could have players train train with you over summer, and then um, the club can make a decision at the end if they uh, which which of any of of the players, and that's that's obviously quite famously how Sydney Stack uh, joined Richmond. But um, this year, this year we actually we actually started off with uh, three three players uh, training with us: um, Quentin Narkle, who we talked about last time, uh, the former former Geelong midfielder. Um, we also invited. Uh, Oakley Chargers defender Luke Teal, who was who was touted as a possible draft pick, he only he only had a couple of weeks with us, and I've heard he might be signing with our VFL team, although I haven't I haven't seen that confirmed. Um, but the other one, uh, we invited a 195 centimeter key, uh, key forward uh, from. Uh, Cowra Rutherglen um, in the Ovens and Murray League. He's a 21-year-old Kalen Bradkey who played a played a couple of games of the Sydney Swans reserves last year. And yeah, it, it's kind of fun actually. It is, you know, the huge contrast between you know Narkel, who's you know he's he's got a got a bit of media in the preseason. He's he's Lost some weight. Um, has looked good in some of the drills. Um, looking for another another go at, at senior AFL level versus you know, Bradkey, who's a real, real bush smoky, 
you know, he's he's the opening he's the opening bowler for Cowra as as well as their full forward, um, hundred and ninety five centimeters. Uh, tested tested pretty fast uh, at the at the uh, state combine, which is which is a sign that a couple of clubs were looking at him. But you do, I've seen seen photos, and yeah, it does he does he looks like a a bush footballer rather than someone who's been doing a lot of AFL pre-seasons, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's like, pick your favourite narrative. Bush Mokey, mm. um, you know, a yeah. bit of romance. Uh, yeah. Had, had to be explained how flushing toilets work, you know, um, get, come down from the, to the big smoke. Yeah. Or um, Geelong, you have to believe the Geelong Cats couldn't unlock the best talent from a second round draft pick um because you know that's the third yeah sorry was what 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 pick was he was he um, oh sorry yes he was i I looked that up recently anyway the sort of i am struggling for me in fact he lost a lot of weight when he came to pre-season when he's fighting for his afl that sort of that made me more out a little bit of a concern yeah yeah look i i think narco i'm not like generally, I don't, I don't like recycling players. I've already been in the AFL system. Well, you are you are barracking for the for the right club for that. Given we have fewer players from other clubs than any other team, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't, you know, I think if Narkel does play, it takes away opportunities for a young player. But you know, who knows? Demon might like the backup. But I just can't see how we need Narkel. That if we have so many injuries that Narkel's needed to be played like the season's not looking good anyway there's there's talk of him training at half back um which doesn't i mean the half backs are loaded too we'll come to that later i i have a question for you about that no, no. <laughs> um yeah the particular well you know if you Jaden Jaden short played in midfield last year but mm, there's less midfield spots going so if if short's moving back um you know, Hugo Smith. Let, let's come to that conversation. Yeah. I, I, I want to have it more in depth, but yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, it's weird. I'm, I'm favouring a guy I've never seen play for. I quite like yeah. Michael when he played for Geelong. I quite like the way he yeah. plays, but I am, I am. Let's just say I'm, I'm quite sceptical on on on. I, I'm not buying the preseason hype, but we'll see. No. Open mind. It, it is, it it is a challenge for a team to to sort of carry. You know, that had to be a third um, young, uh, well, uh, Kalina's a, a ruck as well, but with um, Jacob Bauer and Bradkey, you're sort of you're carrying a sort of young, uh, very untested um, key forwards uh, as depth. So, yeah. That, Do you think he would play key forward or he'd play key back? No, he'd, be, he'd play key forward. Apparently, he's been training with the forwards. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes him... Like, I, I take it would be difficult, but that makes me like him even more. Anyway, we'll mm. see. Um, now, what's the rules? When do we have to make the decision by? 15th of February. Yeah, and, okay. And and look, we can... You know, this could all be wasted oxygen. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's a... The club can decide not to, not to pick anyone uh, at all. Um... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I hope we do. Yeah, I'd uh, the the romance of the bush smoky I like, but yeah, knuckle would be fun as well. 
Okay. I think the last point about this could all be wasted oxygen is <laughs> don't extend the conversation. Uh, what else is, uh, Nick, I, I didn't discuss with you in the pre-show, but I also want to raise with you Richmond's, uh, I've been analysing our, the um, the new Richmond uh, membership promotional video. Which Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I've got a few observations from it. Firstly, um, and I, I, I realise that, you know, sometimes clubs can't always sell their on-field material when team's been crap but uh, mm. i think sometimes sometimes the um membership campaigns say more about the membership team than they do or the advertising <laughs> yep. agency that's been signed yep. and d- d- can uh, can then they do what's cooking yep. yeah but this one was genuinely like they just sold the players they just used the footage around mm. the club and a few highlights and it worked really well um couple of observations from the team. Firstly, a bit of love for Jack Graham's rehab. I like the fact that that was actually a real football reference, that Jack Graham would have been spending a lot of time uh, in the pool. Um, secondly, Shay wears um, a very expensive Apple, uh, the new iPods when he works. Um we use it, we feature the tie, the you know the tie suction cup massage things that you, you Ooh, see yeah. now on a lot of players, but uh, oh. it was interesting that the that, pop does, on that does not look fun. No, no, people do it. it you know, uh, lots of AFL clubs do it. You know, it's the, so, I know it's the, uh, Tommy Lynch does it quite often. Mm. Um, I was frustrated that all the shots in the gym they're deliberately not showing how much weights they've got on, <laughs> or whether they're going the full range of motion. Like it, it is almost deliberate. Um, they put solo. <laughs> Don't they do? Don't they do lower lower weights more often across a uh, a more a wider range of motion rather than you know just bicep curls? So they do all sorts of funny things. Like they don't often use full. They actually sometimes don't use full motion in the squats and things like that. But um, mm. but it, it's still interesting, right? Because you know most people aren't going to critique. But you know on the sleds, I was in. They do all sorts of interesting stuff, and I just would have loved to have seen a, um, a few mm. proper shots, but uh, no, they, they withhold that information. Um, they put Soto and Nank back-to-back in the, uh, when they were showing the pictures, and it was nice. That so- I liked the shot of Soldo bent over after running hand. Um, I wonder whether Dusty asked for extra payment for doing the, um, the box, box jump. jump. Actually, in fairness to Dusty, he picked up, they did a silly little clip, Yesterday, about they put a camera on a water bottle. I mean, when I say silly, it's just precision fun. But they, um, Dusty actually picked up the water bottle and used it, um, which is a sign that you know he normally his reputation is not really. He's the he doesn't do many freebies for the club for uh, promotion. No. So so good for him. Um, so anyway, it was it was a really good camp. I enjoyed it. I watched it several times. And the other interesting off-season social media thing is that Dimmer was remotely interesting on social media. Um, his Twitter work, he he threw a little bit of shade yeah. at Jack Wimrock. You can just look it up on Twitter. So search Damien Harwick. And he must be the first coach ever to be interesting on uh, social media oh, of any coach. <laughs> it's lovely. It's it's late, late era uh, Dimmer who's, who's only caring so much about blowback from these things. But no, he, he, he's having a good time on social media, which is not a not a sentence you hear about many club officials. Anyway, that's all very superficial, Nick. I'm sure you've got far more substantive things to discuss. Well, the, the the most substantive thing uh, from the off-season, which is, has happened since our last show and extremely welcome, was uh, Shea Bolton signing a five-year contract extension, um, which takes him... Well, so, so he's he's now contracted through the next... Uh, for the next 
six years, and that takes him through uh, the entirety of his 20s, which is, yeah, we, we've talked about it often, and uh, I'm extremely pleased with this. Noteworthy, the change in um, his new manager is not a hype. Mm. He, he doesn't negotiate through the media. He, he used to have rough cars and management, and yeah, now yeah. he very solid. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Van Vandalin? Yeah, who does a, a number of our players, including Marlon Pickett, I believe, yeah, um, Pickett. Yep. and who we we do Maybe a lot of things. Yep. We do a lot of things for Marlon. We're very flexible with him with his family situation in WA, which I'm sure uh, builds a, yep. um, a, a lot of goodwill. It is sort of. I, I was thinking about this. Like, there's all long contracts come with a risk, but it's sort of we begin come so used. It's a bit different to some of the other contracts. So when you're giving. Some of the seven-year contracts were giving no one, no one when they signed that deal, neither side is, if you get competent play in the last year of the contract, that's great. But it's really, it's a shorter contract, which for cap reasons, you're pushing out. You're giving a bit of money more than they would have got on the free market as a 32, 33-year-old. This contract, mm-hmm. where it's just a performance, like there's, there's always a trade-off in a long contract. Players get security, the club... Probably pays a bit less over that time, but the you know both sides are taking a risk because um, mm-hmm. things could change. But it, it's it's different. It's different to the other the other two contracts. Yeah, there's a, there's le- I just feel there's less risk of um, that as you say the the last year of the the contract being being dead weight when when he's twenty nine years old in the in the last year of the contract. Like that's, yeah, I, I, I don't even think the last year with the Hopper and the, especially the Hopper contract. I, I don't think that's almost a risk. I think they're, I think it's calculated that they're not going to be playing great football then. But it's part. It's a way of pushing out the the overall salary. Um, I, I don't even think that's a risk. It's just a different kind of contract, and it's a different. Mm. All long contracts come with a risk, but yeah, it was just interesting. Mm. Um, okay, moving on. Well, it is like I think I think it it says a couple of things. A about about Shay that you know you couldn't. It's the absolute deadest time of the football calendar, and he's he's just a pretty low key guy. He's and I think I think Richmond, you know that uh, we some guys uh, enjoyed doing media, uh, <laughs> particularly Jack, but yeah, other guys don't, and then I think we we support guys with that. We're not thrusting them in in front of the camera because we're desperate to. To sell the club, but like you know, he can he can be an extremely uh, spectacular um, player on the field and keep to himself off the field, and yeah, that's yeah, that's it's, just fine. Um, it's the advantage of being a three-time Premiership team club <laughs> with a lot of supporters. That yeah, you've got plenty of you've got plenty of marketable stars. Yeah, uh, it is interesting as well how how little we are scared of the go home factor. Uh, with our with our Western Australians, uh, like we've, it's just not been a, a big deal uh, for us. And you know, a, if if we sign Narkle, we'll have more Western Australians than uh, any other club, except the Western Australian clubs. Uh, which is, I think, you know, I think it's a couple of things of you know we've we've been drafting pretty late. Uh, for a while, so you know we've we've had to take that chance on getting talent wherever we can, and uh, it is very it's notable uh, 
you know, clubs clubs all say, "Oh yeah, we trust our culture. We're not uh, we're not uh, afraid of um, you know go home factor." And yet, uh, we've got you know when you look at the the Melbourne clubs that are struggling uh, a bit at the moment, we've got more Western Australians than. Hawthorne, Essendon, and North Melbourne combined. Right. Yeah, some uh, some some clubs, you know, whatever they say, you know, they don't trust their own culture. I think, but we clearly do. Well, it's interesting. Further to that point, the two messiest divorces we've had, and they haven't been particularly messy, but Higgins Higgins was a Victorian, mm. and CCJ left us for another Victorian club, even though he's South Australian. So it's not. Um, you, you can't it, clearly. It's the the you, you can blame. You know, you can only be. You can only see the observed evidence. And um, which, mm. with Richmond, it's not really. You can't if you're if you're the Richmond management team. You're not. It's not your number one worry. I mean, what they should worry about is is game time and opportunity. But um, and I'm sure they do. But it's, mm. there's well, no evidence why, that which is why CCJ left. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, mm. Yeah. Good point. Mm. Um, so, out of uh, the only player under the age of 29 we have out of contract who's a regular senior player is Noah Bolter. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good spot to be nine months out. Yeah, and, he, okay. and he's, not, he's not a free agent either. Mm. No. Um, so, uh, are we on to... Injury? Yeah, injury yeah. news, I thought. Um, well, sorry, you. Yeah, you go. Well, the... We're going to talk about preseason in a sec, but it's somewhat all redundant because there's only one thing that really matters, um, and that's what Tom Lynch's foot is like. <laughs> well, um, other other players as well, but yeah, pre preseason health, you know, very survive. You survive preseason, I think. Yeah, and uh, of course, but you, you know, of the news, of things we've learnt since the last podcast. Um, Tom Lynch's plantar fasciata, I think that's how mm, you pronounce it. Fasciitis, yeah, nice one. Yeah, um, it is less common in AFL, but it's quite a common. It's quite often NBA players get them a lot. Yeah, and um, also fast bowlers. Uh, mm. um, in in large, that fight, large human beings. <laughs> yeah, large human beings who thump the ground hard. Um, actually, uh, the Australian captain uh, Cummins, he had mm. that in. It yeah. was one of the many injuries he had uh, in that it's fight. Meant be, it's meant to be really painful. Yeah, and it's it it can in the NBA they normally announce it as four and usually winds up about being six to eight. It can be career ending. It's not it's not usually not to be, but it mm. is a serious injury, and it's a serious injury when you. I mean, luckily Tom doesn't have to do anything quite as serious as bowling bowling fast or landing on hardwood, but it's still he's he's north of a hundred kilos and he's a big boy. Mm. It's it's a serious injury, and you know the club's obviously taking it. Of, uh, it was funny they implied that he's been managing it for a while, and then they decide to have the, the operation. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, and they're giving regular updates, and he, he seems to be regressing. But it, it's definitely uh, um, improving. Yes. Um, <laughs> what, did, what did I regressing? regressing yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I meant yeah. I meant it, it, you know the club is saying it's getting better, but what else are they going to say? Um, but yeah, it's definitely one to watch. Yeah. They look, the from what people are saying. The, tra- the track watch is uh, saying he's doing some running, uh, which is a uh, which is a good sign. But yeah, that's that's clearly of of greatest concern. Um, 
but yeah, at this stage on on track for for round one. But that's you know, if there's a if there's a, set, if there's a setback, that'd be a concern. Um, yes, and also Jack- the. Uh- how can you tell a football like the he's on track for round one isn't the most reliable thing uh, from any football club? No. Anyway, but by all accounts, he is. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's up there with best shape of his life. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely got my attention. Anyway, moving on. Um, Jack Graham, you mentioned Jack Graham. He's been in rehab most of the summer. Unlike, unlike Lynch, Lynch had done some work uh, before the injury, so he's got, got more of a base. I think. I think Graham's actually one where you know he's he's returning to full fitness, but yeah, he's he's probably got a question question mark on him. Yeah, um, and he was managing it for a lot of last year too. It's mm. obviously like it's it's not a good injury, um, and uh, it's sort of one one especially for a player like him who relies so much on hard running to, mm. to be elite. Um, well, to be a good footballer, um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. But obviously, mm. he's we've been working hard on it. Yeah. Um, most unfortunate an injury uh, a couple of weeks ago was um, Josh Gibbcris uh, tore a hamstring uh, tendon, uh, which has required surgery, uh, which is quite disappointing. And he'll he'll probably miss the the first month of the season, which is a real shame. So. People have been talking about how how well he was going at preseason, but yeah, he's he's the only one ruled out of round one at the stage. Yeah, structurally, it might not be the biggest impact, and we'll, we'll come back no. to that, that, that in a sec. But yeah, it's definitely um, it's it's a like terrible news for a young kid to mm. to require surgery on your hamstring. Um, the, uh, it's sort of in the top ten worst injuries you'd want. Mm. There's some. There's definitely worse yeah. Ones, look, yeah. Hope, hopefully it's something they can get on get on top of. Um, there's been a few other. Jaden Shorts had a niggle. Um, yeah, I think Flossie's had a hand injury, but yeah, it's all. Prestia hasn't been announced by the club, but Prestia hasn't been doing. Um, missed a bit of the of the trainings recently. Yeah, I heard. I heard that was just load management, but yeah. He's, he's done a fair bit of work, um, certainly that I've seen. On the yeah, upside, uh, on yep. on the upside, uh, Grimes in, in the club's ma- mm. match report. Um, everyone's a star, but um, uh, he, Grimes played the the match mm. simulation and uh, was a pillar of defence. So, uh, so <laughs> they, they well, whatever you that, take from that, you can assume that he's in pretty good nick. They, they, I get why they uh, play sort of seniors versus reserves, but. It, yeah, it does make for one-sided football. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, must be a bit dispiriting for the younger guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but he was playing. So, any any other pre-season watching? I sort of... I, oh, I look, the, it, it's been the, the Tim Taranto uh, show uh, for all the for the medium distance uh, running. Um, yeah. Apparently amazing in the match sim too. Yeah, uh, uh, Hugo Ralph Smith seems to be having a good preseason, but you know he's he's you know he's a really good runner. Um, so he he's sort of the type of guy who you expect uh, looks good uh, in in preseason. Um, Solder didn't int- play in the match sim either. 
No, he's he's had a few niggles. He was he was in the previous match sim, and actually, uh, they they rocked Nank versus Sampson with Soldo playing full forward for the seniors, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, mm. we'll, we'll come to that later in our player review, but yeah. Mm. But yeah, so I thought, um, uh, you know, it, uh, I've seen this done elsewhere, but um, uh, I thought uh, we could do three questions from from pre-season. Um, and we, we haven't consulted on these, so that we may well have some overlap, but did you have anything that you wanted to cover before we did that? No, and would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? Oh, look, the, I think I'd, I'd be surprised if we don't have the same first question, yeah, I, but... I, I think um, pretty obvious, yeah. yeah. Why don't you go first? Well, who's the backup rock? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you believe the dusty hype? Oh, me? No, I didn't actually have that on my really? list. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that's question number one, given uh, given the year he had last year. Yes, I do because I well, I, I don't like 2017. Dusty is probably gone. Um, mm. That was the supernova, but I think I would I believe in the Dusty being a top twenty player in the AFL again on the on the ratings. Uh, Dusty, mm. um, maybe top thirty to be fair, because he's in in recognition of his advancing age. But uh, yes, I do, and I sort of from the years I'm pretty used to the the Dusty hype and when the club's covering from here for him. And uh, yeah, I'm, I I do actually believe. Do you? Uh, I am cautiously optimistic. Um, okay, you're, you're you're interesting. You're less optimistic than me. So what's 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 your reservation? Uh, it's, it's, it's more the, look, he, he looks good, um, and he's got a good training base, which is, uh, fantastic. The, it's the, you know, does he, does he fully trust his body and, you know, is, is, is he going to be prone to, to soft tissue issue injuries now? Like that's the, you know, the, you know, he's, he's into that. The, the early 30s danger zone where, you know, a guy like uh, Lids, who who was extremely healthy the whole of his career until suddenly he wasn't and had a, had a series of soft tissue injuries over his last couple of years like it. Yeah, that's the, that's the sort of the question he has to prove. But yeah, the, the on, on field, he does look pretty good. Yeah, indeed. I don't think that's a fair point. You know, that hamstring was getting quite, you know, uh, mm. troublesome last year. So, and that's not a good injury for a guy who, you know, makes a lot of his living picking the ball up and exploding. Mm. Right. Yeah. Great question, though. Um, so, I wanted to do reference something I've already sent to you, but there's been a few Richmond Best 22 teams put together, and I've been enjoying the preseason hype because I know some of it's tongue in cheek, but um, uh, a, a lot of. Richmond friends, and I said that as well on Twitter, is that the flag's looking inevitable. Um, <laughs> our, our, our team's so strong on paper. Yeah. And of course, if you assume no injuries, you do get a very strong team. Um, but I, there's a cup, there's lots out there, but there's one that was done by Adrian underscore Polly on Twitter that I retweeted, mm. um, but I also sent to you. And I think it's a pretty good effort. The, 
um, there was no Swansea or Hugo Rasmith in it, but it was pretty good in theory. But there was couple, two questions I had from for you, and the first one is mm-hmm. about the backline. Um, now, currently, his backline, which was pretty fair effort, is Grimes, Tarrant, and Broad, Rioli, Bolter, and Vlosten. Mm. Now, you, you even just starting to think about that, like that, I mean, all those people you would say are first choice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then that doesn't leave a spot for short, because um, I think we all probably mm. are in the view that short's best position. Uh, also, he did do some admirable pinch hitting in the midfield that probably won't be necessary this year. So that leaves out short. And it also leaves out Baker, who mm. I think by the end of last year, we decided it was clear that Othery can pinch hit elsewhere, that his best position is back line. So what do you... So assuming the six plus one, I mean, that, we do, this is... We do, yeah, we do often play effectively seven, seven defenders. Um yeah, and you think that that's that's with Gibkiss out? Um, yeah, and, uh, all all those guys are <laughs> first choice. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, um, so if you if you were to pick one as the one that you wouldn't, who would like one has to go from that? Did, who who do you think is the? Oh, I, I couldn't pick it. It's not quite picking between your children. <laughs> that. Uh, that that back six looks locked in. Mm-hmm. It is. If Grimes can't play short, if Grimes has lost that ability, it has to change. Because yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty tall. Otherwise, um. yeah. Which and that's been one of the secret sources of Richmond's successes. Mm. Grimes has been the Swiss Army knight of the knife of the back line. Yeah, uh, can play on anyone. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like you look at all these teams, and they wind up doing you know funny things like playing Baker at half forward line, which he's okay at, but I, I really don't think he's the best position. Um, alrighty, uh, and and the other thing is short as a wingman. I don't. Dimmer likes Dimmer likes Kmark and Marlon on the wings. He likes he big does. physical he likes guys, tall, tall um, physical um, brute, <laughs> brute yeah, even. Yeah, he, who, he, his wingman. <laughs> Yeah, he'd cover the switch and, um, you know... Pro- Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Fiora would not be welcome here. Yeah. Anyway, that's a... It's it's a... It's a... It's a I, I, and Chris isn't going to answer this question other than if someone gets injured. Um, mm. your no, no. But yeah, question. Competi- competitions um, uh, can be tough. Um, my, my second question. Um, uh, the... If you so we had a couple of young players uh, break through last year: Sonzi, Noah Cumberland, Maurice Rioli, Junior. Right. You reckon any of that lot are at, are at risk of backsliding? Sonzi, Noah Cumberland, and Junior. Um, well, I have. I'm strong believer was so much better of a team with Morris, and you mm. know maybe maybe that's over over estimating the impact of the last few games of last year. But I, I just think you have to play Morris because his defensive pressure is so important. He, he get, in a team that's getting a bit long in the tooth, he, he, he's such a live wire, mm. and he provides um, uh, uh, um, 
the sort of the ground ball gets as well um, mm. that you, you need around Lynch. So I'm, I'm I absolutely think Rowley's best eighteen. I think Cumby is uh, absolutely vital too because he, and he's a good athlete, so he can get on the, the defensive cover, and he again gives us a bit of X factor on the forward he line. A, he was he was a real energy. He was. <laughs> Uh, it was a real energy jolt. <laughs> I yeah. And and I thought he's and he's been apparently he's just he's had a really good preseason and he continues to impress people at the club uh, for his for his work ethic for you know for a guy who sort of came, came down not exactly um, not with the question on his work ethic but just the question on his footy smarts and he, he's mm. a great athlete so he'll be able to get the defensive pressure on. I, I just think they're both um, absolute locks. I think Sonzi's. Sonzi is the one that maybe might not might drop out a bit because I love him, but mm. he's uh, he's a midfield. His best position is midfield, and he's still not that big. And he's the midfield's harder to get a game in this year. And yeah. we've, he's basically probably competing with Trent Cochran for a spot. Maybe I'm oversimplifying here, but I think he might be the one. If I was to pick the three, to be honest, he would be the one that might not necessarily. I wouldn't say. Might play more seconds football, but what do you think? Mm. Yeah, that I I came out the same way. Like it's just you know competing with Ross and Graham for that last couple of spots in the team. It's not it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't get uh, uh, one of my questions. Well, I'll, I'll I'll sort of roll through it to that. If we do a, it's the Trent Cochin question. Hmm. If we do the midfield, presuming it's, uh, I mean, it's a big F if Prestia's fit, but Prestia, Taranto, Hopper as our, as our midfield, Cochin has to be the off-the-bench mm. midfielder. Um, but, and that sort of, that means no Sonzi, no Ross through the midfield, sort of, or through you can roll them through. Are you at all convinced at the idea of Cochin playing forward? Uh, I don't, I don't love it, but I do, I also think, um, in, inside midfielders play, tend to play less game time than anyone else. Um, so there is, there is a fair bit of time, um, uh, for backup inside midfielders and, uh, you know, he was, he was top five in the Richmond Tiger Talk uh, votes for, per game, best and fairest last year. Like, I think, you know, um, back up inside midfield is, is a is a job we need doing, and I think he's probably best placed to, to do that, whereas I think the other guys you mentioned are, are better as a forward. Yeah, I'm... I, I sort of very much I actually went through his sort of his career stats looking I just look fundamentally you can't measure it on stats but I think he just doesn't have the legs anymore to give the defensive pressure in the forward line that you have to um, in any modern AFL game plan but particularly ours and I think the sort of the well I hope Dimmer was watching what um, Scott did with Selwood and I think that kind of role uh, mm. is is Cochin's best and but the opportunity cost of that maybe will be uh, Sonzi. But yeah, I, I sort of landed the same place. And I know he played forward in the in uh, on the ones and kicked a few goals, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't a cakewalk game. So I, I don't I, I, I don't find the idea of Cochin playing forward um, 
and partly I'm setting it up because if he does it well, it'll be a great story and we'll all love it. You know, nothing mm. better than um, an old guy finding who's uh, got finding a new trick. But yeah, I'm, I'm uh, put me in the skeptical camp on that one. All right, your last one. Yeah. Um, well, it's a very much related question. Um, like we had you know, Shane Edwards, unfortunately, um, hit the wall pretty bad. Um, Last year, the which which of the the older crew do you think are at, are at most risk of of um, falling off? Oh well, actually, to me, Cochin is the one, and to his credit, he had his best year for a few for multiple years last year. Um, but I would have said him, Grimes. You worry about the the injury toll, and, and maybe if he loses some of that athleticism then the fact the Swiss Army knife, because he, you, you know, who does he match up with if uh, he, he's no longer athletic because he's not strong enough to go with the big boys? So I guess that there'll be those two. I, I'm pretty confident about Jack. You know, I think... Yeah, me too. I think Jack, he, Jack's... A, a he's just been so relentlessly consistent. Productive. And, he's, and he's so smart. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And he, he's, proven, he's proven he can play with that reduced athleticism. Um, and it, it, there's just there's no evidence at all um, of injury of drop off uh, since mm. since Lynch arrived. So yeah, I, I would I wouldn't put Jack in there. Anyone else that you thought? Uh, Tarrant. Yeah, that's a really Tarrant, good point. Tarrant could be replaced. Like if you um, you put Bolter in his role, playing on the biggest key forwards, and then. Um. Yeah, Gibkus, Gibkus on the second key forward. Um. Yeah, I think that's one for me. Yeah, and I think we forget because he had a relatively good end to the year, but there were times last year where he was just hanging on. Um. So yeah, fair point. Last one from me, Nick, is a relatively easy one, but it was um uh it was just a bit of fun because you know they're remembering that they were taken much higher than um any of our picks this year. Banks versus Brown, most likely for you to get a senior game. Uh, I I think they'll both play seniors. Um, well, that's at, a spicy call right at away. At some stage. Well, you work backwards from AFL teams normally play somewhere in the low to mid-30s number of players. Um, and, you know, it's not as... You know, we've got four, uh, four possibly five draftees um, come in. Uh, you know, a couple of uh, other fringe guys like Mate Kalina. You sort of by the time you work through those, you know, it's you know wouldn't wouldn't be a surprise at all. Um, I will uh, I will go Banks uh, just because he's had a. Uh, he's had a bit of preseason hype about him, actually, from Adam Cooney of all people. But um, I'm assuming he got that from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. No, I like it. All right, take it. I, I, I genuinely, um, I, I well, he banks us a deep commanding voice, and there's a maybe a future captain. <laughs> uh, it's a 
a pet theory of a friend of ours that uh, if you if you mature early and have a deep voice, that uh, recruiters often say you could be a future captain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, well, he, I like- he was he was just by far the best player on on all these junior teams. <laughs> As you'd expect, yeah. Um, anyway, well, the team's off. Uh, preseason's still in full flight. They're off to their camp, I think, tomorrow. Um, at their annual preseason camp. So yep. it'll be uh, still lots to go, but um, interesting questions. And uh, the thing about though, the best 22 teams is uh, um, a lot of these questions get answered themselves because someone gets injured. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just a... The, uh, club, often it can happen pretty quickly that the the, the twenty two out on the pitch looks nothing like what what you had in your head at the, you know, during preseason. Yeah, life is what happens when you make other plans. Right, yeah. moving on. Um, also, the the last thing, just to um, uh, finally uh, uh, close off on on last year, but um, we've got the the last six names of our player review. Uh, to get through, and obviously on on your side, perhaps the uh, on that list is the most important player of all. Indeed, but I think don't you go first? Yeah, I do. So I, uh, Jaden Short, uh, kick off with, and look, we we were just mentioning him uh, before. Um, the he's you know he had a really good year, spent more time in in midfield. Um, finished first in the AFL in kicks, fourth in in meters gained, tenth in inside fifties. Like he was clearly, the club put a lot of effort into putting the ball uh, through his hands. Um, it's noticeable uh, how durable he is. He hasn't uh, he hasn't missed a game in in three years, despite not being a really big bodied guy. Um, yeah, he's just. You know, he's not a. Uh, I don't think. Uh, uh, well, he hasn't come in contention for a all Australian, but yeah, he's a good footballer. Um, he's under a under a long term contract, and he's going to be spending less time in centre bounces, all of which seems seems a pretty good outcome. Yeah, I will say, in fairness to him, he did better in as a midfielder than I would have expected. Hmm. Yeah, he, he did pop up and make himself useful and got a lot of ball. Uh, but yeah, you sort of, you wonder about the unmeasurables of the sort of the having, you know, it's maybe one too many small guys in your, in, in yeah, your too, too many, how many, too many shrugged tackles uh, among our, among our midfielders. Yeah. And you know, we did have issues with clearances uh, multiple times mm. during the year. So yeah, but um, vers- impressive versatility. And uh, I think he's, they use him, as you point out, like the meters game. They use him um, so much as the, for the long uh, dump down the line kick to, to Tom Lynch. It's um, it's a core cool part of the game plan, and I think he will remain an integral part. Yep, yep. And under uh, there was a brief period where I think he was uh, had the longest um, uh, contract of any Richmond player. Um, because he's contracted through 2027, but yeah, that's he's been. He's uh, had a couple go past him. Yeah, so Soldo, I actually don't have as much to say as as you <laughs> perhaps expect. 
Yeah, he played 13 games. He played up to round 19. Uh, this year, he's sort of the... Or through he kicked seven three. The um, he, he broke the spell of being the amazing, yeah. the amazing accuracy because he sort of he put uh, key shot out of bounds and yeah. He, he, he as a forward he was he was he played like my second rucks do as a, as a key forward. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's not, he's very ac- across the VFL and seniors. He was fifteen goals six for the season. Like he he's a genuinely good shot for goal, even if a lot of those are coming from fairly short range. In the uh, in the VFL, um, like all our rucks do, he absolutely dominated when mm. he had to play forward. His VFL stats are very um, hard to read because it so depends about you know who who they decided to give the the, the first ruck to, but. You know, you could see actually both with him and Samson when you actually watched them that they were they looked like like what they what we consider them to be when they played VFL is that they were above the level and that mm. they looked like AFL like good AFL listed listed players and you're just not sure you really don't know how good they are until they get a shot at first ruck, which is Nancaddy's most his uh his best um game for for injury that he's had in four years so he, he didn't really get a shot at it so it'll be it'll be it's a it is a bit of a crossroads year for him, mm. him because you know it sounds like samson is is, is starting to bulk up and may may be you're not going to keep three if samson continues to improve you're not going to keep three rucks like that so he's going to need an ank injury at some stage which is not an not impossible it, you know it's reasonably mm. high on the likelihood to to prove himself when he gets a shot as first ruck. You know, maybe we'll see what they do with the with the with the, the, with the, the slight tweaking yeah. rules. But at the moment, we're not going in the you know the sort of the two specialist rucks is is not really the the current sort of wasn't the trend at the end of the year. And mm. um, but I am the thing I'll say is I am skeptical on the uh, we'll wait to see Ben Miller work quite well in the little flashes mm. he had but um I am skept- he's been training training with the forwards yeah and, and we'll wait Ben Miller had an amazing year last year for the amount of improvement he showed but I'm, I'm yeah. still yet yet to be convinced that he's got any utility as a round the ground player either so you might have sort of three three guys in that and the sort of in in that in that um in that same box, so mm. I know because the end of a lot of the end of year, people are uh, favouring Miller, but I'm not. We'll see with Ben Miller. I've, I've got an asterisk whether he can be functional outside, um, sort of playing against other second rucks. Yep, yep. Um, Tyler Sonzi, uh, unambiguous success. I think uh, uh, he was he was good. Average 22 disposals a game in the VFL um, across 13 games. Uh, played played seven games uh, in the seniors. Average 18 disposals a game in the senior. And all but all but one of those games, he was somewhere between 17 and 20 disposals. Like he came he came into the team and was and contributed uh, immediately, which which you don't always expect from. Uh, first year guy who's you know he's mid second round draft pick, um, but yeah he just he looked up to the up to the level. Uh, he he's got time when he disposes uh, of the ball. 
I know you disapprove of how two-sided he is um, with his with his skills. Um, you know, he's not a he's not a perfect player. His his tackle stats, um, uh, actually, his tackle stats were worse at VFL level than they were at seniors. But I think that's a that's got to be an area of focus and concentration for him uh, defensively. But yeah, first um, first season, um, definite definite success. Well, he can, he's got the the basics. He can get it right. He's, yeah. he's and we don't have many of those amongst our young players. Mm. Um, so that sort of he's an old old fashioned um, skillful midfielder. So yeah, he needs to get bigger. He he needs to round out his game defensively. And as we discussed, that it, it, that may cost him some games this year. But the the talent was all there. The first year couldn't have gone better. And the sort of the whispers around the clubs about uh, around the club about you know absolutely none of the sort of questions that. Um, were floating around his work ethic have been sort of people are saying the opposite thing quietly um, about uh, his application to the game. I can normally tell with players of what they don't say or what they do say about them um, publicly too. I think it's, it's mm. obvious it's, it's gone about as well as you could have hoped. Yep. Yeah. Very, very professional in, in how he goes about it, um, which is good. Yeah. Now, Nick, the next player is Sydney stack and, um, yep. If you don't mind, I'm going to play um, a pass card on this uh, because I think we've discussed him a lot already, and it yeah, hasn't been good news for Sydney Sydney since he was delisted. And I don't think everyone's got an opinion on him already, and everyone knows him, so I don't really think I have anything to add on the Sydney stack story. No, look, he was good, but not great in the VFL last year. But yeah, it is unfortunately. You know, modern, modern hyper-professional footy is, is not for everyone. And, yeah, there's a real question that, you know, that it's a lifestyle that, that suits Sydney um, with where he is now. And, yeah, I hope, I hope we see him again one day in the AFL. Indeed. Next player. Um, Chris Tarrant. Um, I think, yeah, uh, he, it was a shakier start than I think uh, we expected, um, and he was rested uh, for the from the from the seniors uh, for a couple of weeks um, from rounds round seven through nine, um, and yet I think by the by the end of the year he'd won one Richmond fans over as a as a very reliable member of the defence. There's something very likable about him. Hmm. Um, just he's no, such a not just his enormous biceps. Yeah, well that too. But um, the fact he's he's sort of a a, a, a pro's pro, mm. um, and yeah, he's that amazing athleticism he had as as a young man is is gone. But he's re, re, he's adjusted his game. He's playing within himself, and you know we've already sort of said about how things could go on him, but. Um, other than Bolter, he's our only one, you know, he's our only sort of proven AFL player who can play on the Gorillas, and uh, he can do it. So, mm. um, um, I, like, I, I do, I enjoy watching him play, and I, I, I so much hope he gets some success before. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got, he got to play finals uh, for the first time since 20, 2015. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be nice to, nice for him to have a long, 
finals run. I certainly don't begrudge um, players who've, had, you know, who are team if the teams they're at the end of their career and the the teams in the midst of a long rebuild. I certainly don't begrudge players and finishing off their careers somewhere else. Like being being the one club player is is nice. You know, I'm certainly happy to see Richmond legends retire um, as Richmond players, but you know, I'm equally happy for someone like Tarrant to to give it a go somewhere else to finish his career. I would like him for the 2015 final against us not to be the highlight of his career because right now it is. All right. Yep. Uh, so Nick Vloster. Um, so the, the tale of two uh, of of two. Nick's, uh, mm. the statistical tale is um, best season of his career. Yep. Uh, highest disposal rating uh, was fourth in intercepts per game, uh, a third, third, in, third in marks, yeah. marks per game, uh, obviously got a bit, of, bit more freedom and played extremely well. The uh, other side of it, um, he did... Struggled with injuries. He had two games where he was subbed off. Only played 17 games. Uh, was rubbed out for a week uh, and a dumb suspension that mm. arguably cost us the Gold Coast game. Um, had a, a brain fade in lace in another key game we lost. And so had a great year in many ways, but um, also sort of perhaps put to bed forever the talk of... I don't think we were ever proponents of this, but put to bed forever the talk of him becoming captain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think the the question of whether or not it's the right fit for him um, has has become uh, more apparent. Um, I think Emma Murray said it publicly on Bob podcast, yeah. so it's hardly a secret. But um, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, look, he, um, yeah, not like he he had a, he had a number of very good games. I think I think that if. Uh, I think our defence was shakier than it had been, um, but I also didn't think they were helped by our midfield at times with how 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 fast and how freely the ball was coming down sometimes. So, yeah, I uh, I think uh, he had a good year. Yeah, and I think I think he can be even better this year, as you say. Yeah, few few less. I think the worst thing was the um, the, the, the few brain, brain frades and definitely no mm. dumb suspensions this year would be would be lovely. Um, he's only twenty eight, by the way. Yeah, yeah, another guy under under contract for a while. It just feels yeah. like he's been here forever. Like oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he'll have a, he'll have a long he'll have a long Richmond career. Um, so that's that's it for player reviews. Only took us t- um, three months to get through them. Um, but yeah, the, I don't. I don't know. There's going to be a ton of. Ton oh, by the way, he'll bring. Austin will bring up. Oh, he's got ten games to get his two hundredth. Sorry, oh, that'll be that. great. Yeah. yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a few milestones this year. Um, our our first sort of proper practice game. Sold those on forty nine. By the way, I know. I know. Imagine that that uh, must have been had that banner ready to go for months. <laughs> Oh, I've had my uh, I've had my draft tweet um, <laughs> ready to go <laughs> for months. Yes. <laughs> because he um, was expected to be played, uh, he was unexpectedly yeah. dropped. Um, yeah. 
I love him so. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, um, first practice game versus North Melbourne at Arden Street uh, towards the end of uh, February. So we'll probably, yeah, we'll probably do a show about then. There's, there's seemingly uh, the off season. Uh, I'm not. I don't think the women's off-season player movement starts for a while either. So, yeah, it might be might be a lot of guys running around witches' hats for a few weeks. Mm, indeed. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Tiger Talk. It starts with a vision. If we're not locked into that, might as well pack up and go home.